next on the 5 o'clock report. What a day in the lake belt. You shouldn't be driving. You can't get out of your neighborhood at this point. These gusts kick up the snow into a frenzy. It's extremely chaotic. The morale is extremely low. Now, let's go to the newsroom. What a day in the lake belts with heavy snows continuing tonight. Yes, indeed, meteorologist Kevin Williams. Snowvember, the sequel in western New York. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm Mark Webster. There's been thunder snow and futile efforts to try to keep up. But for now, the snow is winning. Gloves down in western New York. This is the Town of Hamburg Office of Emergency Services with a code red emergency notification. Yeah, it's a code red whiteout in much of the area, although just where you are makes a huge difference in what you're experiencing. The worst of it seems to be in what's known as the South Towns area of Metro Buffalo. You shouldn't be driving. Erie County Executive Mark Polencar says the short-term goal is just keeping the roads passable for emergency use only. We're keeping those roads open so that we can get through this as quickly as possible. We're not keeping them open so you can drive on them now. We know there are many neighborhoods where you can't get out of your neighborhood at this point. Polencar says crews will be out all night with plows and bucket trucks even as the snow continues to fall. On the bright side, most of the power outages in the county have been repaired. In the city proper, it's South Buffalo taking the brunt so far, but Mayor Byron Brown says no city resident should let their guard down. It can turn very quickly. This is a very unpredictable storm. Uh, We see how hard and how fast it's falling in South Buffalo. This plow operator says it's tough going out there even for the professionals. We would get these gusts that'll come across and kick up the snow into a sort of a frenzy and any loose snow that's out there gets picked up really quick, reducing visibility even further. Our meteorologist Kevin Williams says it'll be a while before the lake snows finally relent. Heavy lake snows continuing east of Lake Erie. Uh, particularly in Erie County, Chautauqua, Wyoming counties. Uh, Mounts will exceed another foot there. Kevin's full forecast is just ahead. All right, other news this day. The nation's attorney general looking at whether criminal charges should be filed against former President Donald Trump. I'm here today to announce the appointment of a special counsel in connection with two ongoing criminal investigations that have received significant public attention. A.G. Merrick Garland said one probe is focused on whether Trump broke the law storing White House documents at his Mar-a-Lago resort in Florida. The other involves last year's Capitol riot. Just this week, Trump announced another bid for the White House. Tumultuous times at Twitter. Elon Musk says a decision hasn't been made on whether to reinstate former President Trump's Twitter account. In a tweet, Musk said Kathy Griffin, Jordan Peterson, and the Babylon Bee have all had their accounts reinstated. This comes as employees of Twitter are resigning in large numbers numbers after Musk issued an ultimatum that they need to commit to a hardcore work environment. Ex-employee Melissa Winter. It's extremely chaotic and the morale is extremely low. Both the full-time employees and the contractors were not told they were fired. They were simply logged out of the system. CNET's Ian Shure. The key question is whether the number of people who say they want out is so high that he doesn't have enough employees all of a sudden to be able to run the company. Now to Capitol Hill, it appears Kevin McCarthy's path to become House Speaker is more difficult than it was expected. However, Steve Scalise of Louisiana says McCarthy will claim the gavel despite some pushback. He will, and he's been working uh, for a while now, and he's meeting with a lot of those members. House Republicans, meanwhile, say they do not plan to subpoena President Biden as they investigate his son, Hunter. New York Congressman Hakeem Jefferson seems to have the 
inside track to replace House Speaker Nancy Pelosi as Democratic leader. The fourth-ranking House Democrat announcing he'll run to replace Pelosi as the party's leader as Republicans prepare to take back control of the chamber next year. If elected, Jeffries would become the first African-American to lead a party in Congress. He would primarily be tasked with taking on GOP leader Kevin McCarthy, who was recently nominated as Speaker after Republicans were projected to flip the House. CBS's Nicole Killian. Some Democrats upset after learning the Biden administration wants immunity for Saudi Arabia's crown prince in the Washington Post journalist murder case. Mohammed bin Salam has been named in a suit brought against him by the wife of Jamal Khashoggi, who was murdered in 2018. The administration says Salam is now prime minister and is thus immune from any lawsuit. CBS's Cammie McCormick. President Biden was criticized for fist bumping the crown prince on a visit to Saudi Arabia in July. But the White House said Mr. Biden told the prince, he considered him responsible for Khashoggi's killing. He was killed and dismembered in October of 2018 by Saudi agents in Istanbul. Biden once called Saudi Arabia a pariah following that attack. A new report out about persecution of Christians around the globe. As usual, the news is not good. The study released by Aid to the Church in Need finds that Muslim extremists are driving the problem, especially across sub-Saharan Africa which has a large Christian population. In the Middle East, the report says persecution is shrinking the size of traditional Christian communities. Quote, in Syria, believers have plummeted from 1.5 million in 2011 to perhaps 300,000 as of 2022. Michael Harrington reporting, illegal drugs continue to surge across the southern border. The head of Homeland Security says the vast majority hidden inside trucks and cars. The smugglers seek to transport illegal drugs into the United States, primarily through the ports of entry. Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, Vice President Kamala Harris calling North Korea's latest missile test a brazen violation of a number of United Nations resolutions and a destabilization of security in East Asia. We strongly condemn these actions and we again call for North Korea to stop further unlawful destabilizing acts. North Korea launched an ICBM thought to be capable of reaching the continental United States. Researchers in San Diego might have found a way to make things a little easier for some diabetics. Doctors at the Scripps Whittier Diabetes Institute are conducting a study where patients with type 2 diabetes take a once-a-week insulin shot. They found that patients in the study who were on the once-a-week shot were able to effectively manage their blood sugar levels without causing excess hypoglycemia. Fewer shots could also mean that patients could save money in the long run. I'm Eddie McCoven. And love him or not, after a nearly 50-year run, the adventures of Funky Winkerbean are drawing to an end. The comic strip circulated in more than 400 newspapers around the world were printed last panels at the end of this year. Still to come on the 5 o'clock report, a guilty plea expected next week in Buffalo's Topps shooting case. New York cracks down on scholastic Indian sports mascots. And Democrats seize Pennsylvania's statehouse. Here is your family life regional weather forecast. Heavy lake snows continuing east of Lake Erie tonight, particularly in Erie County, Chautauqua, Wyoming counties. Uh, mounts will exceed another foot there. Otherwise, across the area tonight, it's clear, partly cloudy with some flurries and cold, low temps 20s. Heaviest lake snows tomorrow will be north of Buffalo or shifting north. Otherwise, sun, clouds, a few flurries, high in the 30s. Lake snows, though, off both lakes here in Ontario will drop south across the belts on Sunday. Otherwise, windy and cold Sunday with sunshine, flurries, blowing snow, where the ground is snow-covered and high temps in the 20s and lower 30s. 
All right, thank you very much, Kevin. Checking the stories now, making news where you live across New York and Pennsylvania beyond the weather. The white gunman charged in a racially motivated mass shooting in Buffalo, pleading guilty next week. That, according to an attorney representing victims' families, Peyton Gendron shot and killed 10 black people at a grocery store in May. The race for the 50th Senate district in new york state continues democrat senator john mannion now leading by just 50 votes over republican challenger rebecca Sheroff. say goodbye to the indians in new york family life's bob price explains yeah mark the new york education department is now requiring schools with native american mascots find a replacement by the end of the year the directive applies to mascots team names and logos currently there are 113 schools and 55 districts in New York that use Indian nicknames. The state Supreme Court says the Education Department has the legal authority to force districts to cancel all references to Native Americans. Schools can keep their mascot if they receive written permission from a recognized tribe. Bob Price, Family Life News. Uh, Thank you, Bob. Binghamton's Phelps Mansion Museum will be hosting a concert for Ukraine on Saturday. Pianist Emmanuel Sikora is a Cortland-area native who's played with the Ukrainian National Orchestra. The local Rotary Club started the partnership with an email exchange with their Ukrainian counterparts. So we asked her to join us via Zoom at one of the Oigo Rotary meetings. We did this fundraiser, and between the Oigo Club, the Cortland Club, and the Rotary District, we raised $19,000 in 30 days. Rotary Regional Governor Wendy Dice told WBNG the money raised is helping medical patients in Ukraine. What they needed was supplies. Her father was a physician, so we purchased trauma supplies and we shipped them to Lviv. Tickets are still available for Saturday's 4 p.m. concert. To Pennsylvania now, longtime Montgomery County Republican Todd Stevens conceding his race against Melissa Serrato yesterday, and that means Democrats will have a 102-seat majority in the Pennsylvania House. Correspondent Jim Melworth. Debate over a proposed rules change gave a possible glimpse into what next session could look like. On the final scheduled day of session, Republicans pushed through a resolution to end remote voting by members. Republican Majority Leader Carrie Bettinghoff. We had used this as a temporary tool and it is time to bring that to end as we close out this session. Whatever the next incoming group does in January, will be negotiated with them. But Democrats argued it's unnecessary. With no scheduled session days on the calendar, Montgomery County Democrat Matt Bradford called it a dying majority trying to cling to power. There's no other reason to do this. It is so cynical. It is so obvious. It is so clear that those who would never give power are just struggling mightily with the new reality. Republicans have held the majority in the PA House for 12 years. Election analysts in Pennsylvania say abortion topped the list of important issues in last week's elections. Exit polling from ABC News showed 37 percent of Pennsylvania voters chose abortion as the issue that mattered most to them as they cast their ballots. Allentown becomes the second city in the Keystone State to outlaw the declawing of cats. Officials tell me declawing cats is something most vets don't want to do. This ordinance keeps them from having to do it. I hurt cats. Jackie Folsom works at the Lehigh Valley Humane Society. She says she's against declawing. They are severing the cat's digit in order to remove the front claws. Rose is COVID's with 69 News. Experts say you can train your cat not to scratch, clip your cat's nails, or have someone else do it.
The ordinance, which bans declawing, is now in effect in Allentown, PA. A popular Snyder County business destroyed after going up in flames early Friday morning in north-central Pennsylvania. According to the New Berlin Fire Company, flames broke out around midnight on Friday at Gilson Snow. That's a snowboard manufacturer. Crews worked at the scene for about four hours, but sources say the building was completely gutted. Pennsylvania's unemployment rate dropped one-tenth of a percentage point in October to a record low 4.0 percent. The U.S. unemployment rate was up two-tenths of a percentage point over the month to 3.7. And promoters say if you give back in Williamsport this holiday season, you'll be rewarded in a nice way. Through December 12, a toy donation to the local chapter of the Marine Corps Reserve Toys for Tots program will earn you free admission to the World of Little League Museum for later use. Your nightly market report is next, brought to you by Ambassador Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margalotti. It was another calm session on Wall Street as the indexes ended the day slightly positive. Analysts are continuing to debate economic conditions and what the outlook for interest rates will be moving forward. Adding to the divide of opinions or differing remarks from the Federal Reserve members also seeming to take opposing sides on the issues. Winners today including retailers Gap and Ross Stores, who both beat expectations, gaining 7 and 10 percent respectively. Oil moving lower, down to $80 a barrel. The Dow gained 199 points. The S&P 500 added 18, and the Nasdaq tacked on just one single point. Ambassador Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more. Online at ambassadoradvisors.com. Thank you, Dave. This is the 5 o'clock report on Family Life. Suppose one of you wants to build a tower. Won't you first estimate the cost to see if you have enough money to complete it? Hi, I'm Rob West with a Money Wise Minute. I'm sure you recognize the words of Jesus from Luke 14. As he talked about the cost of being one of his disciples, he used a metaphor, starting a building project without the resources to see it through. You know, something like that happened just recently. A company constructing the world's largest cruise ship, priced at more than $1 billion, was quite finished when the money ran out. Now the 9,000 passenger ship will be sold for scrap. Jesus' point, of course, was about the cost of following him. But don't miss the financial point, too. Counting the cost is crucial to following through and finishing well. Connect with a certified kingdom advisor who's been trained to deliver financial advice that aligns with your Christian values by visiting our website, moneywise.org. Coming up on the 5 o'clock report, got a couple of old pieces of furniture for sale. However, if you want to buy them, it would help if you're a millionaire. I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life Regional Weather Forecast. What a day in the lake belts with heavy snows continuing tonight. That'll be our local focus. Keeping in mind, though, if you don't reside in or travel through the lake belts, uh, your weather, though cold, looks fairly calm. Heavy lake snows continuing east of Lake Erie, uh, particularly in Erie County, Chautauqua, Wyoming counties. Uh, Mounts will exceed another foot there. Otherwise, across the area tonight, it's clear and partly cloudy with some flurries and cold, low temps 20s. Heaviest lake snows tomorrow will be north of Buffalo or shifting north. Otherwise, sun, clouds, a few flurries, high in the 30s. Lake snows, though, off both lakes here in Ontario will drop south across the belts on Sunday. Otherwise, windy and cold Sunday with sunshine, flurries, blowing snow, and high temps in the 20s and lower 30s. Thank you very much, Kevin. Finally at 5. 
There's an old dresser and an old armchair for sale if you want them, but the sellers might want to run a credit check first. The furniture of the infamous Marie Antoinette, the last French queen before the French Revolution, will be on sale to the highest bidder next week. A 250-year-old chest of drawers owned by the 18th century monarch could fetch over a million dollars. It was made for the queen to be when she first arrived in France as a 15-year-old, later to wed Louis XVI. But if that's a little too rich for you, her cushioned armchair could be had for a mere $200,000 or so. Piece of cake for the rich and famous. The chair was the last royal order placed by the then 37-year-old queen before the revolution sent her and her husband to the guillotine. The vice president of Christie's Auction House says the pieces are considered historically important even without their royal lineage. The sale set for November 22nd in Paris. Bonne chance. But if you don't win, well, it's nothing to lose your head over. That's the world we live in for Friday, November 18th, 2022. Thank you again for joining us. Have a blessed weekend. Be careful out there. I'm Mark Webster, Family Life News.